Inside 
chapel gates in Coorit Lane. Inside the chapel gates in Coorit Lane. Every corner of my heart Let the love light carry Let the love light carry Light up the magic In every little part Let our love shine a light In every corner of our hearts Love shine a light In every corner of my dreams Let the love light carry Let the love light carry like the mighty river flowing from the stream Let our love shine a light in every corner of my dreams And we're all gonna shine a light together All shine a light to light away Brothers and sisters in every little part Let our love shine a light Every corner of our hearts Love shine a light In every corner of the world Let the love light carry Let the love light carry Light up the magic For every boy and girl Let our love Shine a light in every corner of the world And we're all gonna shine a light together All shine a light to light away Brothers and sisters in every little part Let our love shine a light in every corner of our hearts Sisters, in every little part, let our love shine a light in every corner of our hearts. Shine a light in every corner of our hearts. I need no shirt up. Me darling, same as to the barony. Her features they were famous, and if we loved her, sure who was there to blame us? For wasn't she the pride of Peterborough? But her beauty made us all so shy. There was there a man could ever look her in the eye. Boys, oh boys, sure that's the reason why we're immortal for the pride of Peterborough. I. To wander far away, I know that good wish him to say, but does none of them like to play the pentagon? 
Friday at the fair of Ballantubber, I met McGrath the cattle jobber, saying I die to set me hand upon the robber who stole away me pride of Petterborough. He never see to see the girl at all, even when she yoggled him from underneath the shawl. Locked him big and master will when she was looking small, both were walking for the pride of Petterborough. And so it went as there was in the beginning. I lead all but bent upon the women. Babe McGrath contentedly was grinning, being courted by the pride of Petrobore. I know a girl who would not do winter fits. She nearly lost her wits The upshot of the ruction is that now the robber sits With his arm around the pride of Petrobore I lean up, me heart is cold and grey Ever since the day that you wandered far away I lean up, there's good fish in the sea But there's better than like the pride of Petrobore Boys, oh boys, with Peter's heart to grapple Hold me, I sure, I is the apple Now to see her walking to the chapel With the heart of such a man in Petrobor Well now, boys, this is all I have to say When you do your court, don't be making no display If you want them to run after you, just look the other way For they're mostly like the pride of Petrobor To wander far away, Eiling up the good fish in the sea, but the none of them like to fight a pentagore. Eiling up, me heart is cold and grey, ever since the day that you wander far away. Eiling up, there's good fish in the sea. There's none of them like the pride of Petra. Ah, yes, good morning, folks. Welcome to Keologus Crack there. That was the voice of uh, Mr. Dave Larkin. Uh, Dave will be joining us later on. And um, he has uh, recently released an album uh, dedicated to Percy French Tunes, Crikey, I didn't know how many of these famous tunes Percy French wrote, uh, so absolutely incredible. Might uh, might surprise a lot of people. Some of those very popular songs that we grew up listening to were all Percy French tunes, and uh, and of course, come back Paddy Riley to Ballet James Duff is another Percy French tune. But anyway, we'll hear from David later on. Sounds like a very interesting, uh, a very interesting character, so... All right, well, listen, um, it's Mr. O'Brien here, and I'm going to be spinning the tunes today, And uh, but uh, I'm not alone. My old sidekick from Sligo's on the line here. Good morning, Kenny. How are you? Good morning, Marco. How are things? Uh, brilliant, pal. Brilliant. Nice nice looking day out there today. 
Not bad at all. I know that uh, Rory and, and the team down there, the Brian Dolan Society, have their game uh, on at uh, Lakeview, and they've got a nice one for it. So we hope they enjoy it. Unfortunately, something has come up and we can't make it, but hopefully we will for the one in September. And anybody interested in that should uh, keep an eye out. We always post when that's coming up. So uh, stay tuned on the Brian Dolan Golf Society. Hi, brilliant stuff, brilliant stuff. How was the week for you, Kenny? Were you good? All good, yeah, very good. We're, uh, you know, we're still going through all of this, so, uh, but uh, doing the best we can. Good and man. sure, look, at the weather is great here, so you can get out and about, and it's, uh, it makes it that bit easier. Not ah. looking forward to autumn, though. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Now, listen, we, we have listeners not just here, but we have listeners in, in Nashville, we've got listeners in Texas, we've got listeners in Dublin, Leash, Sligo, of course, um, and all over Ireland and hopefully all over Canada as well as, as the listeners pile in here. So um, we, we can talk about our weather here and it's glorious. I don't know if it's glorious everywhere else, but I hope it is. There's a huge big golf event going on down in Nashville today. The Ryder Cup, the annual Ryder Cup is on track. And uh, we just got a few photos this morning from our pal down there, Damien Bates. And uh, he's got a couple of Sligo lads in tow with him there as well. But I'll tell you, the uh, the Yanks look like a healthy bunch of lads. They do, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I was a wee bit surprised to see the Europeans. Some of the fellas uh, forgot their hats and some of them didn't wear the right hat, it looked like, in that photograph. But yeah. uh, bit, two of them look out of shape, too. I've bit, been a wee bit worried about them. bit Thank sloppy God, now. Not, uh, it's not a really uh, intense sport, you know, <laughs> so we'll have to see. There's a few lads that look like Craig Sadler in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm glad I'm not down in that picture now, and you'd be poking fun at me, too. And, Camille, uh, it was one time when we went down and played in that event, and sure, we had to help them win it. I think it was the first time they won it uh, as Europeans. Yeah. And it needed the uh, the involvement of the uh, the Irish Canadians to go down there and help them lift that trophy. So oh, yeah. trophy it is. Ah, uh, yeah, knocked off a few. I think we, 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 we clocked up our points anyway, Kenny. We, we banked them. We did indeed, and a, and a former Sligo Rovers player there, Donny McDonough, is playing in this big thing, isn't he? He is, yeah. Now makes his home in, in Memphis, Tennessee, but um, did he play for Sligo Rovers? He did? I did, yeah. yeah. Gosh, we were all there. He would have been a favourite now around the town. <laughs> oh, yeah, probably one of the few, pal, one of the few. Hey, um, we're going to have a, our, our pal uh, from Home Farm there, Paul Smith, give us a call. There's a couple of big soccer games coming up across the pond, correct? Uh, that is correct. Nations League kicks off uh, next weekend, and uh, so we can have a chat about that. September uh, is, uh, there's a couple of dates in September. The 3rd of September, uh, Bulgaria and Ireland play. Mm-hmm. And then on the 6th, uh, back in Dublin, Ireland and Finland um, and in their group just uh, as a reminder, maybe even people that slip people's minds, it's kind of crept up on us, September has uh, the Nations League group for Ireland is of course Ireland, Finland, Bulgaria and Wales and Northern Ireland kick off their campaign on the 4th of September and they are playing um, Romania and then they have a home game with Norway on the 7th and in their group it's Austria Norway, Romania and obviously Northern Ireland. So, yeah, we'll have a chat with uh, with Paul about all of that. And, of course, uh, Northern Ireland have former Sligo Rovers manager, Ian Barraclough, is uh, their uh, their manager now. Uh, Michael uh, O'Neill has gone over to uh, to England to coach uh, Stoke over there. Brilliant, brilliant. Well, listen, I, I kicked off the tune there with um, uh, with, with, a, with a couple of songs there. Um, 
the, 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 the second song that I played there was from a, a fellow from Northern Ireland by the name of Lee Matthews. He's an up-and-coming uh, country singer and uh, super, super, um, uh, super singer. Great, great voice on him. And the last song that I played there was, in fact, the, so- the sound of uh, David Larkin and uh, Eileen Oag. And ever since I heard, started playing this song here this morning and yesterday, Ken, I can't stop singing Eileen Oag around the house. I'm driving Amen. herself. I'm driving herself mad singing it, and I don't even know the words of it. Oh, I'd say that the humming of that tune around. The oh house yeah, it's coming just out a, of you now would be something. It's just you know, it's the it's the da 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 da, and then it's Eileen Oak, right? <laughs> That's it. Well, we look forward to having a chat with David. David got in touch with us, and he's got the new CD out. So, and he's a he's a bit of a Percy French historian too. So we'll we should have a good chat with David, and of course, it's the hundredth anniversary uh, back in January would have been when Percy French was born a hundred years ago I believe I think he died a hundred years ago pal. I died sorry that's you right died, but um, died, yeah, yeah he, he was born in 1854 and he died in, in 1920 he's from Tulsk, Tulsk in Roscommon were you ever in Tulsk Kenny uh, no no but uh, you know there's a few good spots there in Roscommon now that I did spend time in but not <laughs> Tulsk no. <laughs> Well, we also have um, a couple of other guests calling in, our local talent, uh, Donna O'Regan, and uh, she does an awful lot of stuff, uh, recording stuff with um, a fellow by the name of Tiz McNamara, himself a very, very talented uh, writer, composer, singer. Uh, He can do it all, can he? But the two of them are down in a recording studio today, so they're going to be joining us a little bit later as well. So I look forward to, uh, to chatting to them, and then we'll have the man himself, Smitty, here call in. In a, in a little while for a chat. Now, we'll have to try and get him on. We'll have to harness him a little bit, right? Oh, indeed. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to keep him on. The, the stopwatch will be on now. We'll, uh, yeah. We'll, that he's, uh, he's, he's playing by the right rules here. I think he, he fancies himself now a little bit on the, you know, he on, on a little, doing a little sports sketch, sketch with us every week. I'll, I'll throw a few belters at him now and ask him who does he fancy for the, you know, Mayo Senior Football Championship semi-final. And see if he even knows, right? He could be all like be all soccer now. We'll 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 poke him on that. This could be a live interview on radio, is it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Oh, good. Hey, well, I built on with a few tunes here, and um, we'll we'll uh, postpone our sports catch up until Paul is on the line here, and we'll we'll just keep her going here. Is that good with you? I love it. Yeah. All right. Well, um, why don't I um, why don't I give an old uh, uh, Jim McCann tune here, a song that you and I have played many times on the radio. He sings a great version of Claire to Hear. I know you like the Nancy Griffith version, but Jim McCann does a great one here as well. So I'm going to do a little um, Claire to Hear tune and uh, we'll see how this goes. And we work hard for the crack And sleeping late on Sundays I never get to mass Oh, it's a long, long way From Clare to here It's a long way From Clare to here It's a long, long 
Friday comes around Ted is only into fighting Me ma would like a letter home But I'm too tired for writing Oh, it's a long, long way From Clare to here So And levels out me thinking Oh, it's a long, long way From Clare to here It's a long way From Clare to here It's a long, long way And it gets farther by the day It's a long Fisherman likes, and so do I. 
the rain puts a shine and the chestnut spikes Hear the curlews cry The nightingale sings her best We'll drink a pint in Hamilton's arrest And the girl I love wore a muslin dress The fisherman dream and the sun in the west And so do I So do I Now I can see Since the girl that I love dearly Has cast her loving spell on me This is the day the cuckoo likes And so do I When the hills fall down in different shapes And the swallows fly To a hidden beach where boats can't go Mountain rivers overflow I hear the squealing of the seagulls As of home they go So do I And so do I Now I can see Since the girl that I love dearly Has cast her loving spell on me I'll cross the seven oceans Forevermore I'll wander Till she has cast her loving spell on me This is the day the fisherman likes And so do I The rain puts a shine and the chestnut spikes Hear the curlews cry The nightingale sings her best We'll drink a pint in Hamilton's rest And the girl I love wore a muslin dress And the fishermen dream in the sun in the west So do I And so do I Right, there you go lads now uh, a little bit of Christy Moore 
what would an Irish radio show be without a little bit of Christy Moore? And so do I. And then before that, we had Jim McCann and from Claire to Heal, from Claire to Here. Um, listen, normally myself and Ken... That's how the caterpillar might say it, Mark. From Claire to Heal. <laughs> um, listen, we usually kick off the show, Ken, with a little bit of sports banter, but um, we, we kind of deferred today now because we have a quote-unquote subject matter expert in, in all things sport on the radio. And um, we might um, we might hear from this lad a little bit more in the future uh, when when we have some particularly uh, big sporting events going on. But uh, we had him on um, to, uh, we had him on there a few weeks ago. Uh, the man from Home Farm, Paul Smith. Good morning, Paul. How are you doing, pal? Good morning, guys. How are you, Ken and Mark? You keeping well? Brilliant, pal. Brilliant. Listen, we have to get this out of the way now. What's the weather like? Uh, weather is is gloomy. Uh, and there is sun shining somewhere part of the, part, uh, in some part of the world, but definitely not in North County Dublin and the Republic of Ireland. <laughs> ah, I man. tell you one thing, guys, I wouldn't swap the Irish climate for anywhere in the world. Would you not? No, I love it. Absolutely love it. Okay. Now, will you head out for a game? Is it is it golf weather? Um, is it golf weather? Um. No, because I think the last couple of days, I know there was a golf society uh, local to me was supposed to happen yesterday and it was called off because uh, the golf course was waterlogged. Oh boy. It's the first time in probably 30 or 40 years that this golf club had water features because it doesn't usually have water features. Wow. All right. That's never good. That's <laughs> never good. Oh, uh, no, come here, a lot of rain falling, but uh, cold, uh, it got down to sort of 12, 13 degrees. Uh, centigrade that is and uh, I think the temperature is allegedly anywhere supposed to shoot up to 16 to 18 this week brilliant brilliant uh, so that's grand yeah you'd be good with the old t-shirt on and shorts you'd be you'd be laughing grand absolutely grand come here a uh, little bit of uh, a little bit of footy here uh, there was heartbreak for Bulls in Europa but Shamrock Rovers had a marathon game did you catch any of those games this week yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I was I was making sure you didn't say Sligo Rovers, and great, you actually got it right to say Shamrock Rovers. Um, that would have that wouldn't have been the best way to carry out the interview, kicking it off. But Ken, to be honest with you, yeah, come here, heartbreak, as they say, heartbreak for Bohemians. Um, and my neighbour, uh, Ronan, beside me here, he's a he's a Bowes man. Um, and I suppose I would have to say my allegiance in League of Ireland soccer is uh, Shamrock Rovers. Uh, now, I know people would say, of course you're going to say that. You you lads come out on the other side of the panels. But no, to be honest with you, a little bit of heartbreak for Bohemians uh, during the week uh, and just come out the wrong side of a panel shootout. And you know yourself, lads, uh, when it goes to panel shootouts, it just becomes a lottery. Um, and uh, in fairness, I was following the... Obviously, you can't go to games, uh, you know, they're... No spectators allowed. No spectators allowed. To be honest with you, I had a lot of underage uh, schoolboy football either in the country at the moment. Um, so I did. I followed it uh, through the Shamrock Rovers website and stuff like that. And uh, very exciting in Tala, uh, where it went into double figures. And I think it ended up 12-11 uh, to the Shams in the end. Yeah, incredible. 26 penalties uh, it took to, to pull out a winner. And that was uh, after a 2-2 uh, game uh, after extra time. Where the Nations League is uh, is kicking off next weekend. How do you fancy your chances now with Bulgaria first? Ah, come here. Bulgaria are a good side, lads. You know, um, you know they, they've had some good results. And 
uh, when I say they recently changed their coach, he's probably there just in the last uh, season or so, if even, um, and he seems to be getting the tune out of them. Uh, don't, don't ask me to pronounce his surname because I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, excuse my ignorance. But, uh, no, Bulgaria are a good side. Any of the Eastern Bloc countries that we remember, uh, you know, your Lithuanians, your Slovenians, your Slovakians, uh, you know, since the breakup of, of the countries. Um, technically, they're always very, very good players. And uh, I, I, I suppose the exciting thing for me, um, not to dwell on Bulgaria, let them dwell on themselves, but from an Irish point of view, I think uh, there's an anticipation now with Stephen's squad, uh, Stephen Kenny's squad that he picked. Um, there's some uncapped, there's, a, there's an inclusion, obviously, of a couple of uncapped players. Um, and... Uh, you know, it was never going to be a radical change. I, I think I think sometimes people think, uh, not just in Ireland, just across football, when there's a new manager comes in, everyone's going, oh, here we go, there could be changes. So I suppose he's gone, um, and I did hear, I, I, you know, you, you hear different things. You know, he, he didn't You know, he didn't upset the apple cart uh, too much. So he hasn't really gone for sort of the, the revolution, uh, I suppose, some people would look for. Uh, only some people. I think the majority were looking at the, I suppose, the evolution, and that is the players that are coming through from under 21s. Uh, there's obviously one player in the likes of Jack Byrne, obviously playing with Shamrock Rovers, who uh, was unlucky to miss out uh, at this moment in time. He's currently on standby outside the 23 that uh, Stephen picked. Um, so he's there and he's close enough, and it's, it would be lovely to see representation from the League of Ireland. But uh, known Stephen like I do, in time, that will happen as well. But you know, you just can't put guys in because they're playing the League of Ireland. You put guys in because they're performing in the League of Ireland. And, and Jack, uh, Jack, in fairness, Jack Bourne has been a consistent performer. So his time will come as well. Absolutely. And it is good to see a bit of, bit of youth there. Um, what did you make of the news with, uh, speaking of youth, but a big um, big bit of news there for young Sykes, uh, who was playing underage for Northern Ireland, but now made the switch to uh, to the Republic. Yeah, well, um, to be honest with you, Ken, this happens. You know, this happens across yeah. in in the game. So it's not it's uh, it's not unusual, uh, as they say, uh, to coin a phrase. But it is it's not unusual for this to happen. Um, and obviously, you know, he hasn't played uh, to, to in, in a full international match or full full game. So the thing about it is, he can make that uh, transition over into the the Republic of Ireland. But um, having having said that, it's. Uh, you know, it is just another one for Stephen to add into his uh, collection of uh, of players. And uh, you know, if there's a if there's a, a spot for young Sykes along the way, I'm sure Stephen will have no problem in, including them. But again, it goes back to performances, lads. It, you know, performances have to be of a level. Uh, international football, I think there's a there's a sort of a when when they see the younger players playing in England and uh, different, international football is at a different level again. And I know. I would beg to differ with a lot of people on this as well, because sometimes they, they would comment that, gosh, the league they play in is stronger than some of the teams they play against in international football. That might be so if you're playing your Liechtensteins and your Andorra, but even in fairness to Liechtenstein and Andorra, they still have a few capable players and technically very good players. So world football has changed, and it has got quite strong, and international football is a level above uh, the, the league football they play in. There's no doubting that, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, and kind of back, uh, sticking close to home there, uh, the FAI Cup uh, second round was on last night. An incredible, in two games, a total of 15 goals. Some entertainment there for uh, for the viewers. Did you uh, did you catch any of those games there? Shelburne and Galway 5-2 and at Lone Town and well, that was, Utes 5-3. Well, 
I seen that now the second game you talk of I, I wasn't following only the score but I was definitely following the the Galway and and uh, and uh, Shelburne game and obviously John Caulfield former Cork City manager very experienced coach in the league and very experienced manager in the league taking the the reins only in the last week or two with Galway United so you know um I know from uh, some of the the some of the sound bites he gave after the game last night as well. I think he was very happy with the way his players played and their application to the game against Shelburne. Uh, and he talked about the future. There is a future in Galway uh, there with some of the players and with some additions to come in. Uh, he would definitely have a go of turning, please God, uh, Galway United's fortunes around. So I think I think the scoreline probably flattered the, the situation a little bit. Um, so it was good. And come here, Shelburne gone down to Galway. Galway in, in transition, new manager, and different things like that. It was always going to be difficult, Ken, uh, for them to to do anything different. And so I suppose positivity was the manager saw some uh, green shoots, uh, some bright spots, uh, and some players to work with. And then in addition to the players, he he said he will bring in obviously uh, when the season finishes. And um, you know, will be uh, you know uh, uh, the stepping stone and the line in the sand that Galway, please God, will bounce from. So, but fair play to Shelburne uh, for uh, getting through to the next round. Yeah, I think in fairness to to Caulfield, I'd say he was happy. They had them at two two until about the 80th minute. So, uh, and then Shelburne just kind of pulled away. But uh, with a fantastic uh, third goal from Shelburne, uh, a nice little individual effort. If people want to catch it, you can probably catch it on YouTube. But Anyway, that was uh, yeah, that was what was in the bag with the FA uh, FAI Cup, and there are a few games like, again over the weekend. You have Drogheda Derry today, uh, Brayant and Harps, Cove Ramblers, who uh, I'll always remember in my youth um, with Sligo Rovers back and forth, back and forth in a great FAI Cup battle. Anyway, they take on Dundalk, and then UCD tomorrow uh, with Sligo Rovers. So that'll round out that weekend. Yeah, it will indeed. It will indeed. And uh, obviously, it's a shortened season over this side, like everyone else's season around the world as well. Um, and uh, I, I know uh, the league's over here now. Uh, come here, guys. We're, we're in a... Oh, I don't like to be negative. My glass is always usually half full. I think I said that the last time I was on the show. But our cases aren't in a good place at the moment. Uh, Schoolboy football is supposed to get back underway uh, this day, actually, two weeks from now. Uh, I think it's around the 13th, 14th of September. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we're we're a little bit concerned on this side about our, our soccer uh, back uh, up and running. But, but fingers crossed, uh, you know, this weekend will tell a tale, I think, with Nesbitt uh, the, and the government. Uh, I think this week again, they're planning a big weekend of asking people, would you just take the weekend out and just stay at home? Unfortunately, people aren't heeding that. And we could be, unfortunately, we could see our season... Uh, you know, we could see our season pushed out, but fingers crossed the case come down and, and, and we're able to get on with football. And uh, just a little bit more information, there's an EGM, an EGM, and um, I don't know how many GMs uh, are letters you can put before GMs that the FAI, the Football Association of Ireland, had. Uh, they're running out of letters probably, but this allegedly is another EGM uh, after the other EGM and the AGM, the other EGM before that. So I'm sure you follow, your listeners can follow that uh, very easily. So after Monday... There hopes to be clarity within Football Association of Ireland going forward. Um, there will be continuity and consistency with the decisions they make. Uh, and this are, are all the sound bites that are coming out before this meeting. So, fingers crossed, guys, uh, yeah. we can achieve all of those things. Uh, being the sceptical one, um, I think there's a little bit to go and a long way to go. Because mm. I know on Wednesday, 
there's another meeting uh, within the association about uh, underage football and the disconnect with underage football and clubs in the country. And I know there's a petition that a lot of clubs have signed up to. So before the EGM has even started, we're going to have a problem meeting first and foremost on Wednesday to do with underage and schoolboy football in the island of Ireland as well. Come here, how did you um, how did you play over in Clifton there a week ago? Did you play well? Yeah, well, Phil picked me up in Clotterhead, and then we drove to Belfast. We went through London Derry. We went, oh Jesus, sorry lads, uh, sorry, I didn't. Are we live? Are we live, lads? Sorry. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. It, it, it was uh, shambolic is one word, but I, I absolutely think um, I, I just think the arrogance sometimes of people uh, it just it beggars belief with me because. Um, if I make if, if I personally make a mistake on anything I do in life or in my life, I always just put my hand up straight away and said, "Yeah, I made a mistake." Uh, but what uh, these guys did, and especially the name I mentioned there uh, as well, um, the the former commissioner, um, was absolutely scandalous. I, I think we in Europe again we probably didn't come out of it too well because we looked like we we looked like uh, you know we we weren't able to deal with different situations here and but I have to be honest with you, um, you know, you live by the sword, you die by the sword, uh, and that's what these guys do. Uh, but I, I'd be honest with you, lads, at this moment in time, I would like to see accountability for others that were in that room that people aren't talking about as well, because they're prominent people in, in the in the uh, on the Irish scene, be it in, you know, whatever. I know they're uh, independents and they're they're members of the public. Uh, but uh, I can't believe, by the way, um, that. Uh, he stepped down. If Phil Hogan stepped away from Europe, obviously, and now we're clambering around to see who else we can put in there. But the funny thing about it is, um, now I might have got my maths wrong, but people can check it out. I'm I'm nearly sure I heard a figure of of just four hundred thousand of a handshake that For, he walks away with from Europe now. Oh boy, that's so. Uh, um, that that's. Uh, that's galling for Irish people when we're doing so much. As I, I'm only after before you led me into Clifton. I'm only after saying about uh, our own, our, our schoolboys and schoolgirls getting back playing soccer in two weeks. Yeah. And you look what people in positions of power in our country is doing, uh, and they're flouting it. And you look what frontline workers have given up um, throughout the six months we've gone through. Our first COVID case was six months as we speak today, guys. By the way, in Ireland. Wow. Um, and you look at what's happened in the last week to two weeks uh, with these people that allegedly are in power and they just flouted. Like, how in God's name are the ordinary Joe so meant to abide by things when there's one rule for for them and one rule for us? To be honest with you, I talked about the football, the Gaelic, the rugby, it's the same. Will we be up and running in two weeks? Fingers crossed we will. But when you have governance like that, you can see the problems we have here. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen. We're on the we're on a, a time crunch here with the um, with the Zoom meeting here, and That's so we're we're winding down. We've got um, maybe three minutes left. Anything else going on on the ground that you could cover, maybe in a in a quick one minute snapshot for us, uh, Paul? Yeah, well, I suppose just very quickly, just to just to recap in the Nations Cup, I suppose where we started out. Um, obviously, uh, people might know um, it's 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 nearly there. Matt Doherty, Irish Matt, uh, is a transfer to Spurs, uh, reputed in the region of fifteen million uh, from Wolves. Yeah. Uh, seemingly, it's the Portuguese connection there with Jose and the lads in Wolves as well that has made this happen. Um, 
So obviously we've Bulgaria on the 3rd of September away. Uh, Stephen has the players coming in on Sunday. We get to work with them Monday, Tuesday, and they fly out to Bulgaria on Tuesday evening. Uh, then they come back after the game and they're at home to Finland on the 6th of September. They're sandwiched sort of around in the middle of that. The under-21s are out against Slovakia. So I suppose um, Stephen's headaches, not headaches would be, he hasn't got any headaches, thank God, uh, but I suppose goalkeeping, when you look at it, uh, Cuevin Callagher, the Liverpool chap, will go with the 21s. Um, Darren Randolph, Mark Trevers will probably vie for the first-team spot. Obviously, both aren't really getting... Uh, well, by Mark Travers now with their keeper uh, from Bournemouth gone there. He's signed recently. I think he might have went to Sheffield United. Uh, Darren hasn't played at all since January, February competitively for West Ham. He's been second fiddle there. So uh, I suppose he might even give them a half each in some, one of the games. I'm not sure. Will he even do that or will he give one each? I'm not sure. I suppose uh, smart money would be on Darren to take that. And Kieran Hara is the third choice keeper. He's been recently um, released, by the way, lad, by Man United, so he's unattached at the moment. Uh, but having said that, I think uh, with Dave McGoldrick out, it gives Troy Parrott a chance up front. Uh, and the one omission that probably in the negative was uh, Michael Obafemi from Southampton. But even Hussenthal, the Southampton manager, said that he needs to get a little bit more professional in his game and his game management. Uh, so there was a lot taken on board, probably Stephen there as well. And the one thing we have to remember on that as well uh, that the way Ireland play in the system that Stephen probably will adopt as well, if they like to play with the one man up front and the wide players. So, uh, obviously, Troy Parrott is getting the nod because McGoldrick will be missing for the Bulgarian match uh, through a slight knock. Uh, so, from that point of view, Obafemi goes with the under-21s and learns keeps learning the game uh, with, uh, with the lads there. Um, and to be very honest with you... Um, Obafemi in Southampton plays in a two up front. So uh, to play in a one, uh, to go from playing in a two to a one, it's completely, completely right. different position. We might, so, we might lose you there, Paul. Um, we might lose you here now because we're about to go dark on the on the Zoom call. But brilliant update, pal, and uh, much appreciated. And uh, Thank you, Mark, and thanks to all your listeners. No problem. Well done, pal. Thanks, Paul. Take care, guys. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Shelter from shower. I 
the ocean and my eyes grow dim with tears. Let me tell you of the visions that I've seen. As a barefoot child, I stood there when the summer sun did shine across. down there and we gathered every evening while the weather would be fine around the chapel gates in Kurit Lane so in dreams I'd love to ramble down the village Boys and girls gather there for to sing the good old songs, telling of old Ireland's wrongs around the chapel gates in Curit Lane. Closing of my days 
When you think of Irish tradition, what comes to mind? Live music, great hospitality, and a pub atmosphere of laughter and song imported from the Emerald Isle itself. And one of Ireland's greatest imports is the Keene family, serving up the finest fare and crack this side of County Galway since 1991 at the Galway Arms. The family-owned pub has been charming patrons since, well, last century, and as a result attracts some of the GTA's greatest Irish characters. Known far and wide for its chef-designed menu and traditional Irish music, it's also Toronto's home of Gaelic games live from Ireland on the big screens. You can like them on Facebook and you're sure to like them in person. Visit thegalwayarms.ca to view daily specials. The Galway Arms, your home away from home and not too far from home at 838 the Queen's Way in Etobicoke. Call 416-251-0096. Make a date and make it for the Galway Arms. All right, very good. Uh, Galway Arms there, Kenny. Um, hopefully a few of our listeners can get down there and Share some of the joy down there with uh, with Della and uh, Michael and and the family. And uh, it sounds like business is is getting back to normal down there. So that's a great bit of news. Well, at least uh, yeah, the new normal anyway, right? Whatever, ah. uh, whatever that is anymore. Yeah. Um, but yeah, pay a visit in there for sure. They'd love to see you, and uh, maybe try and even book a table just so uh, you don't panic them out when you get down there. Ah, exactly. Well, we have um, a caller coming in here soon, uh, Ken, uh, Dave Larkin, um, I believe a native of Galway now, but um, he's going to be calling in to talk about his uh, his album dedicated to compil- uh, uh, compositions by uh, Percy French, so look forward to chatting to him. I do have one of his tunes lined up as well, um, which was a, obviously a Percy French written tune called Little Bridget Flynn, um, uh, so we'll play that here in, in a couple of moments. But um, just going back to Paul there, I, I'll tell you, he could talk for Ireland, couldn't he? He's brilliant. Oh, he could. Oh, he could, yeah. Very good, yeah. That Very said, insightful. yes, I was going to say that. He, he knows what he's talking about. And uh, it seems like he's, uh, he, he's, 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 in the, he's in the football underworld over there, which is great. Yeah, it'd be good to uh, to keep in touch with Paul and keep the, to get the inside scoop maybe on a few of these jokes that, uh, that are coming up. And that should interest uh, our listeners. Absolutely. No, we did big rugby tilts here this weekend, Mark. Yeah. The, uh, the provinces are going at it again. Leinster and Ulster are today at half past two hour time. Yep. And then tomorrow morning, Munster and Connacht um, will play 10 a.m. our time. And, uh, you know, I don't know if you know this, but that's the first ever meeting of Munster and Connacht at uh, the old Lansdowne Road, the Aviva. Um, because obviously they would have been playing, um, you know, in their, in their home, in their home, home. But uh, that's not going to happen. Leicester and Ulster, they're already confirmed semi-finalists, but uh, Munster will need to beat Connacht to uh, to get into the other semi-final. And, uh, Brilliant. To play Edinburgh. Oh, good stuff. And um, the golfers are out on the course uh, down in uh, Chicago, and uh, our man Rory is leading, uh, heading into the Saturday. And, of course, um, they, they'll shrink that field down to... Uh, 30 for next week and um, he seems to come good for this FedEx Cup so 
Um, he's looking he's looking good, and of course, the way the format works is um, uh, the winner of this tournament or the leader of the FedEx points, uh, which would be him if he wins this week, will automatically start next week with a two shot lead, which is a very uh, very it's their second year doing it, very different system. So yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's interesting, isn't it? How they they've changed that around. Um, yeah, good luck to uh, Rory and and when it's down to thirty golfers, maybe I'll be able to pick one that could go through. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not good when it's when it's up over a hundred golfers. It's uh, it's been a bit challenging for the for the pool we're in uh, for me anyway. Hey, uh, just some other good news too on the golf scene. Antrim woman uh, Stephanie Meadow. Yeah, it's just one shot off the lead. Uh, very impressive uh, first round from her down there in Arkansas. She carried a sixty five um, yesterday and included four birdies and an eagle on the par five eighteen. And Leona McGuire. Um, She's just back on even par, so uh, hopefully Leona can uh, to can climb the ladder a little bit over the weekend. But good luck to Stephanie; it'd be great to see her uh, lift a, the the LPGA trophy down there. Would be brilliant, very good, very good. And I don't know if you caught this, Marco, but a bit of golf in history was made this past week. Um, an Irish golfer, um, he uh, young Brendan Lawler, he made history at the Belfry. Yeah, he became the first professional disability golfer compete on the European tour. He's from Louth and um, he was actually one under par after three holes on his European debut, but uh, unfortunately fell away. He finished with an 84, but uh, he's 22 and he's currently ranked fourth in the world rankings for golfers with disabilities. So uh, fair play to him. That's an incredible feat altogether. What's, um, I, I don't have to put you on the spot, but what is his disability? Do you know or do we know? Uh, it is, yeah. It's a rare condition. It's called Ellis Van Creveld syndrome, and it's a disability that is uh, you're you're shorter in stature and you have shorter limbs. Wow. Okay. Well, good for him. I do remember covering him because there was a World Disability Golf event that was on, and he was doing quite well in it, if I recall. So I do remember we covered him a little bit. So brilliant. It's a great story. Yeah. Right. Well, why don't we? Um, why don't I plow away here with um, uh, with this tune here uh, by Dave Larkin, and hopefully he'll join us soon. Um, and uh, this is Little Bridget Flynn. All right. <laughs> I've a nice little house and a cow or two will cross. I've a plant a garden runner to me door. I've a shelter for me hens and a stable for me ass. And for what could a man go up more? Maybe so, I don't know. For a bachelor is easy and he's free. I've a lot to look after and I'm living all alone But there's no one looking after me Now me father often said that I should go and have a try Hard to get a girl who owns a bit of land and I know by how he said it and the look that's in his eye Happy mother has the whole thing planned Maybe so, I don't know 
for children malabide and greatly to agree. And tis little Bridget Flynn, and tis her I want to win, but she doesn't have an eye to me. Maybe so, I don't know, but children malabide and greatly to agree. And tis little Bridget Flynn, and tis her I want to win, but she doesn't have an eye to me. Now there's a girl that I know And she's worth her weight in gold And she got the days and dowry don't you see And I think I'll go and ask her if I ever grow so cold If she come and have an eye to me I don't know when she go But I'd like to have her sitting on me knee And I sing like a thrush on a hot garden if she come and have an eye to me I don't know when she go But I'd like to have her sitting on me knee And I'd sing like a thrush on a hot cotton bush If she'd come and have an eye to All right, brilliant uh, piece of music there. Of course, Percy French tune, uh, Little Bridget Flynn, sung by uh, the man who's on the line right now, I believe, uh, calling in from Galway. Um, David Larkin joins us on the line now. Good morning, David. How are you doing? Good morning, Mark. How are you? Ah, brilliant, brilliant. Thanks for doing this. No problem. No Was problem. that really your voice there now? That's the, that's me on either side of you now. It's stereo. <laughs> I um I kicked off the show earlier with uh with Eileen Oak and you've you're got a, a man, yeah you're a man of taste. What's that? You're a man of good taste. Yeah, I said I'm going around. I hadn't heard the song, Dave. I have to tell you now for many many years. And then uh, I, last night I was putting together some of the tunes. And since I started playing it last night, I have the wife driven mad here, just singing Eileen Oak around the place. It's just catchy, isn't it? His his melodies were very catchy, yeah. And indeed, the lyrics, he was, he was quite a man. So, so listen, um, Percy French, obviously, he died, uh, I think, January, it was, of this year, 100 years ago, which is absolutely mm-hmm. incredible. And as I was doing a small bit, bit of research, I mean, probably more of our uh, avid music uh, aficionados would, would, would know how many of these, you know, songs that we grew up listening to, like, are you right there, Michael, and, you know, Phil the Fluter's Ball, and Come Back, Paddy Riley, um, maybe they would have known, but I, I, it wasn't until I was doing some research I really realised how many of these these tunes that we grew up listening to he, he actually wrote. So what yeah, what drove you to, to, to do this album? I assume some of those things did, but... Yeah, indeed, yeah. Well, I, I think the first thing that, that... The first time as a kid that caught my attention um, with regard to... The first thing I can remember, anyhow, would have been when Don McLean, the the Canadian, as it happens, the Canadian singer sang, um, he, he had a hit with, with the Mountains of Morden, which, of course, Percy French wrote. And I, I think I would have been aware of some of his songs prior to that, but uh, like you are saying there, not really aware that the same man had written them all, you know? Yeah. And when I, when I started kind of singing on a fairly regular basis in the last 20 years, I was that, I was that a Percy 
French-themed uh, singing session one night in Nocopery in County Roscommon. And I was amazed at the amount of songs, again, that, that I kind of half knew and that were all written by Percy. And little by little over the last 20 years, I've been adding more and more of them to my repertoire. And I suppose to coincide them with the centenary, I said I'd record a CD of them. I've, I've had it in my head for a long, long time to record a CD, and I thought that that would be really be appropriate for the year that was in it. So um, despite all the lockdowns and the COVID regulations, we managed to get it done in the middle of July. And I was delighted with it. Brilliant. Yeah. And um, just going back to uh, what's your story, uh, Dave? Can you give us a little bit of background on yourself? Uh, you, you did mention there you've been singing now for about uh, 20 years, but but what yeah, kind of stuff? Years, yeah. Yeah. yeah on, on a fairly regular basis. Um, I run a singing session here in, in Galway and I uh, I present a, a radio program on a radio station that's attached to the university here. But mm-hmm. um. I, I was I was actually born in Roscommon as well, same as same as Percy, but but, but reared in Galway, and I worked in for twenty three years. I worked in three of Galway's major traditional Irish music pub, pubs, so I would have um plenty of access to different singers and different singing styles. And you kind of I kind of soaked it up really, you know. I, I had a huge interest in it, and I soaked it up. And you're kind of influenced by by a lot of people that you hear along the way whether you realise you're being influenced or not, you know. Um, and here I am. I play, I play uh, the harmonica as well. And um, I would be fre- frequent, frequently seen in sessions in Galway and kind of around the, the west of Ireland in general. David, it's Ken here too. And I see yeah, you were up there in, in my part of the, the world there that you were a guest at the Frank Finn traditional singing weekend up there in Ross's Point in Sligo. Yeah, I've been at that, that, that session or that, that um, weekend has been running for, well, I think maybe 12 years and I've been there every year. I was honoured to be, I guess that was one year and I gave a workshop on the songs of Percy French, which went down the storm. Ken, why, why have we not been at that now? Can you help me understand how you wouldn't have leaked out about this event and why we're not why we haven't been to it in Sligo uh, yeah oh you'll have to talk to the men in Sligo and women <laughs> yeah indeed indeed yeah no I know Mark I, I probably would have been seen singing in around that you know as a younger fella maybe but, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. It, it's it's, uh, it's fairly low key but it's it's a lovely it's a lovely weekend it's kind of at the end of um, the end of September going into October and they run it in in a the hotel up there, the, the Yates County Hotel, and there could be seventy or eighty yes, you know, maybe super party singers, kind of. But it's it's always a lovely weekend. Well, that that Yates County Hotel, and I'm, I'm very familiar with uh, David. Uh, my parents were married there fifty five years ago. This oh year, my god, so. you probably weren't uh, at that, right? Yeah. Uh, no, no, I didn't attend. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that one. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, and. Um, you know, we were having a wee chat there um, off air and you were uptown there a little while ago and you ran into a good friend of, of this town, a man who lived in this town. Yeah. And uh, I'm probably surprised you that he that he knew us. Yeah, he told me he knew uh, Henry Garrity. Oh, but the whole Yeah. What a, what a small world. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. Henry played yeah. in a band out here, Tip Splinter, and his, and his son Connor is here, works at... Uh, at an Irish bar downtown and plays music out here as well. But uh, Henry would have been a great pal at Eamon O'Loughlin who started this programme. 
He said, yeah, he said that, yeah. Yeah, he mentioned that. Yeah, I, I know Henry to see for a, a long, long time and I never really talked to him rightly until today. So it's just pure coincidence. That's just, uh, that's really something special now that, that that would happen today of all days. I mean, all that days, you yeah. just, uh, you know, that you just communicated with us in the last couple of weeks and then suddenly you run into Henry and have a chat and, and yeah. he would yeah. know us all, all the way up here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, he runs a... a a singing session in a village not too far from here at Barna, but they've been on Zoom for the last um, whatever two, two or three months or four months, five months, and apparently it's very it's going very well. So he was asking me would I be interested in joining in, and I'm sure I'll join in at some stage. Good man, that's fantastic. Yeah. And and uh, Milton, uh, sorry, Milton Malby uh, would would be very near and dear to uh, to Eamon. And you, okay, yeah. you've participated there every year with oh, the yeah. Willie Clancy uh, Summer I, School. Yeah, it's the first year I wasn't there in 22 or 23 years, I'd say, because, because I wasn't on. Mm. Nobody there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, uh, it's an amazing event. It's, it's, it's the annual pilgrimage. You know, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else in that, in that week. Now, um, are you, uh, you mentioned the fact that you do a lot of gigging in the pubs there. I, I know that there's, uh, Ken, Ken even uh, caught me in it this morning and he, he referred to it as the new normal. Um, yeah. Is the new normal, are you, are you back in the, in the pubs in a different no. way, Dave, at this stage? No, or No, no, no. 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 I, 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 uh, the, the pubs that serve food are open at the moment under very strict regulations. Yeah. And there was a kind of a hope that the pubs that don't serve mu- that that don't sell food will be open next week, but they've uh, they're not being allowed to open. Oh boy! Um, so there's no, and I think even when they do open, they're not allowed to have live music. Wow! I think, yeah. As far as I know, that's the regulation, and God knows how long that'll last. Yeah, I can't really see there being any change. I can't see there being any music until sometime nearly next year at the most. Yeah, maybe by Paddy's Day, something will have changed enough to allow it you know but yeah it's very bleak. like thankfully i don't rely on music for a living it's it's a pastime really um but for anyone who relies on music it's a very very bleak you know yeah the last six months and possibly then and probably the next six months as well it's not good has it has it given you um has it given you time to kind of uh reflect to get the creative juices flowing uh, i mean stuff like this obviously is a great example of that although yeah. perhaps that yeah, was hatched yeah. pre-covid but um yeah i i i had actually started it on the 5th of march i think was the first 7th of march sorry i started recording but within a week less than a week on the 12th of march the the regulations very strict regulations it's complete almost complete lockdown yeah and I had to abandon it but when we were allowed back into the studio again in um sometime in the middle of June the musicians were hanging around and kind of with very little to do so we got it finished pretty 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 quick and you know because they they were dying to get out of their houses and play a bit of music so we got it finished fairly quick and thankfully. I got it out in, in the middle of July. You know. Now, if, uh, if our promotion, listeners... If, if promotion, our, promotion, promotion is the thing now. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. And if our, if our listeners wanted to get a, get a hold of the um, uh, your recent album, um, uh, what's the direction, uh, Dave? Uh, at the moment, they could look me up on my... I have a Facebook page called Larkin's Beehive. It's called after a Paddy O'Brien show. And... Um, they could contact me through that. 
on the next couple of weeks, I hope to get it up on uh, Bandcamp and to have a website designed. Brilliant. And eventually, that would be the, probably be the easiest way to go. But for the moment, I think to contact me through Larkin's Beehive. Oh, super. And if he'll allow me, if he'll allow me, I'll let you know when I have the website set up and you can play another song off the album. Oh, well, definitely. Yeah. yeah. No bother. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, a regular spin on it now. I love the name of the uh, the album. David Larkin sings Percy French with a toot on the flute and a twiddle on the fiddle. Great yeah. name. Yeah. And come here, who's the, maybe give us a, an idea of some of these musicians that you have on this uh, album playing with you, David. Uh, the, the piano player is a lady called Mags Gallon, who's from Westport. Um, she plays regularly in around Westport and around that general, you know, West Mayo area, and she plays with Julie Langan, who is the fiddle player on it. Julie is a friend of mine for donkey's years. Um, they play in a group called For the Birds with another lady called uh, Frida Hatton, and they'll have an album coming out in the natural distant future as well, as far as I know. Um, so that's Julie and. And uh, Megs are both from from around the Westport Newport area. Um, and there's Trabjurg, not really a great Mayo name. He's from Denmark, but he's been living in Galway for over twenty years, and he's uh, and he's an amazing accordion player. He brought four different accordions to the studio today where we're today where we're going recording with him uh, to make sure he got the the right sound. He's he fixes accordions, so he's you know he's kind of access to us with all kinds of stuff that you may not normally have access to, and he's a fifth generation accordion player and I think and I think uh, fixer in his family, um, lovely man. Who else have we? Well, um, Jerry Whelan is a friend of mine for over thirty years. Plays the banjo. He's originally from Tremor in County Waterford and is a stalwart of the Galway traditional music scene for, I'd say, 30 years or more. And a perfect gentleman. Always a pleasure to meet him. Um, the baron player is Nick Power, who is also from Tremor, a friend of Jerry's, and they were known as the Waterford Boys years ago when the Water Boys were fairly popular. <laughs> um <laughs> Dave Casabon is from Trinidad, if you wouldn't mind. And you might be wondering how he got in there, but he's married to my sister Anna. He's a bass player. And uh, he's on two tracks. Uh, there's a snare drum, a snare drummer who I don't know a whole lot about because he's, he just commented with the one track. Uh, Raphael Jubinski is his name. And he's from Poland, but living in the, um, in the Westport area. And as far as I know, he plays with either, uh, I, I think he, he plays with, with some kind of a pipe group in um, in Westport. Um, I must be leaving somebody out, am I? Well, that's a big crew. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, yeah. Uh, the piano is on all the tracks and there's kind of a mixture of the other uh, instruments then on, on, on each, each. Uh, Brilliant. On, on, on the various tracks. The, uh, the, the, the Strand Mayo connection, actually, the, the cover was designed by a man from Newport in Mayo called uh, Patrick Tracy, who did, I was delighted with his work. I only met the man for about an hour, and I thought he was the man. I knew he was the, the right man for it, and he did a, an amazing job. And my niece, uh, Karen Casabon, who works in London, she did the typesetting, and I think they, they did a wonderful job on it. It's very, 
it's very catch it's very it'll catch your eye and it's um it brings out the humor that that i wanted and the, you know that that you'd associate with, with percy french brilliant yeah. Well, well, I have um, I have another one of your tunes lined up here, David. We really appreciate oh, you coming on, and uh, we we have a very strong, clear connection, of course, as Ken mentioned with this yeah. uh, with this radio show. And uh, yeah. the, the, the man you met earlier today was a good friend of of the man who started this show. But uh, this this song is called "Darling Girl" from Claire. Do you have anything yeah. special to to say about this one, or no? Uh, it, it, it's it's one of my favorites. Um, it's, uh, I suppose, the the kind of courting, as they say, was was one of <laughs> RC's favorite topics, and it, I think it's an absolute classic. This one, it's 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 a great song, and it's it's uh, it takes a lot of wind to sing it, but it's worthwhile. Brilliant! Uh, it, always, it always gets a great reaction. All right, well, I'm going to play it here, uh, lads. Uh, David, thanks very much for doing this. We really appreciate no it. And um, as soon as you get your website up and running, of course, we'll. We'll continue to build out a few things for you. And uh, okay. the best of luck with everything. Stay safe. Okay, lads. Thanks Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks a million, David. Say hi to Henry for us. Well, do yeah. So, Anthony. Oh, hello to my brother, Jerry, if he's listening there, and his wife, Carmel. <laughs> Very good. Well done. You got it in. Okay, lads. So, Bye now. Bye now. We were sitting on the wall upon a Sunday Just to watch the girls go by We were thinking we'd be married to the Monday When Kate blinked up my eye Her a man she was the makings of a fairy And a bitch by a whole square There is that one girl in this whole wide world Like me darling girl from Claire And every man has got the finest one you'll ever see As to which of them was right In the colour of her eyes and hair And not a word from me was ever heard About me darling girl from Clare Well, says Sharky She'll be coming to the shop here For to buy some sort of thing I'll ask her if she has a mind to stop here And should I buy the ring Yeah. 
inside the jailer brain now You'll see now, things I are know Though I haven't air a cow, a brass I've got my share And so, you know, the way you want to go about me, darling family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562.
on the sea Cast shadows in your hair You came and sat by me Beside San Marcos Square You said you were alone Love shining in your eyes But Venice though it's stone
But it's a bad day on the subway I haven't got a seat I'm standing in the island state Trying to steady my feet But that guy with murderous eyes Won't stop making eye contact with me So I stare up that that flashing map And pray I'll make it to Leslie Aha, there you go. The wonderful voice of uh, Donna O'Regan. And uh, actually, timing is everything. She's uh, busy recording at the moment. And uh, she's uh, joined as well by her uh, her sidekick, the talented Tiz McNamara. The two of them are, are on the line for a quick chat with us. A bad day on the subway. Did you have a bad day on the subway today, lads, or no? Wasn't too bad though today. I came down for a man. From Dufferin and St. Clair and uh, yeah, the old bus on the subway. But uh, I'm here now down at uh, College and Bath first in Tizzle's new studio recording a new song today. So how are you doing, Mark? We're doing great. Yeah, we're doing great. Thanks a lot for doing this. We've been uh, we've been trying to um, uh, we've been trying to get our local talent promoted here uh, every Saturday on the radio. And uh, you're you're one of the more, I suppose, uh, contextually one of the more recent uh, talents yourself and Tiz that came to the city there in the last let's call it five to ten years anyway. Maybe it's not as long as that, but uh, delighted that you could join us. What are you up to there today now? So um, I just basically wrote a new song, a bit of a, I suppose we call it writer's block there during COVID, and I uh, was feeling very uninspired. And I uh, went home to Ireland for a couple of weeks and looked for the soul, and wrote a new song called Cotton Sands about being down in Valley Cotton. Oh. Uh, uh, and uh, I'm here in the studio now today with Tiz, and we're recording it. So, um, yeah, it's exciting times. Oh, brilliant. Lovely to be back in the studio again and feeling kind of, I suppose, that the artistic juices are flowing. So it's good. Oh, well, I will tell you, the last time I was in Ireland, uh, I went to Ballycotton. And uh, I might have told you about this, but, oh, my God, I had never been there before, uh, Donna. But what an absolutely spectacular part of the world there. Beautiful. Yes. Tis well worth writing songs about, that's for sure. Absolutely. Tis now, I'm here, so uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I'm a bit surprised to hear you got writer's block during COVID. How does that happen? Uh, I mean, uh, everyone else left you in the dust then. They all got creative and, and started producing brilliant things, and you're just catching up now a little bit, are you? Exactly, yeah. I think, um, well, I actually was unfortunate enough to contract COVID, so... That kind of knocked me for a while, oh. and um, like that was kind of late April, I think. Oh boy! And uh, a couple of weeks recovering, and um, yeah, I just, I, I suppose I'm a social butterfly, really. I think, and I really missed kind of my colleagues and my friends, and just being stuck at home. I think, and I just really just wasn't feeling very musical at the time, and I kept saying, you know, I've all this time on my hands now because I was deemed kind of inactive from work. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I was like, this is great. I'll get so much done music wise and I have all these song ideas and I just really was I guess wasn't feeling it and uh, it, it just happens sometimes I'm sure other artists can uh, understand that mm-hmm. and uh, yeah it took a, it took a little trip home to the motherland to, to get me going again and uh, much in much kind of I suppose of a better space musically now and uh, very excited for new music. Yeah, I was I was not I feel bad now I wasn't aware that you had um, uh, that you had uh, uh, contracted the uh, the, the thing itself but I'm glad to hear that you're you're feeling better and of course yeah nothing like coming out of that to to probably really uh understand uh about living life to its fullest right 
Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. And it's great to be on the other side of it, thank God, and um, yeah, to be feeling well again and like myself. So always, always a good thing. Brilliant. Your health, your wealth, and all that jazz. That's it. <laughs> what about yourself, Tiz? What's going on with you? Thankfully, I have not uh, picked up COVID <laughs> uh, yet, at least, touch wood. Uh, I guess I've kind of been, been reasonably creative in lockdown, been doing a lot of production for other people. Um, and then doing bits and pieces myself. So I found the first few weeks really, really productive. And then I think the kind of guilt or feeling like you have to be productive because you've all of this time, you end up kind of not necessarily being as productive or doing things that you would enjoy doing as much. Yeah. Uh, but it's been a bit of a mixed bag. I'm kind of lucky to still be, I'm self-employed. So work has been really busy with my own music and, and other people's. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I can't complain. I've had a... a pretty easy ride compared to a lot of other people I guess over the last six months or so brilliant and I was listening very much so Mark because he actually landed a record deal during Covid oh is that right oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. just uh, a label based in New York um, signed me in probably June maybe oh brilliant <laughs> congratulations that's uh, that's super that's fantastic well done cheers thank you I, I, how have you guys been, uh, been surviving it yeah, absolutely. It's um, listen. We've, we, we. I mean, the last time we would have talked to Donna would have been in our studio, and we we haven't been able to go there at all. So we decided to to morph this. Uh, first of all, it's it's no longer a, an hour show. It's now two and a half hours, and uh, we've moved the whole thing online, and it it gives us a bit more flexibility. We we don't have to rush conversations like this, which we think is better. We would have had to shrink this to a three or four minute chat. Um, with the one-hour radio show, so it's kind of good. It, it freezes up a little bit. But um, I, I was about to ask you, Tiz, as well. The I was listening to some of your stuff um, last night, and you have a kind of a fairly eclectic, uh, I suppose, view on music. But so, who who's influencing you these days? Like, where are you? Where are you getting the the influence or inspiration from? Or who catches your eye? Who do you who do you listen to? That's like Jesus. That's brilliant. I'm like. Like, where, where are you getting this from at the moment? Um, I guess mostly, I guess Irish-based is a lot of the music I would listen to. I, I feel like Dermot Kennedy over the last 10 or 20 years is probably the most exciting Irish musician in terms of, like, the production, kind of bringing in a lot of R&B and hip-hop influences yeah. to his music. So I don't feel like the music I produce is, like, that similar, I guess, in terms of production stuff. But I definitely find his stuff really, really interesting to kind of watch how he's growing he's just bringing in these new elements to his music so that's really kind of i guess inspiring for me yeah and um, and then a lot of a lot of americans between kind of um between acoustic and folky stuff and then some other things so there's a guy david ramirez from the states that i'm listening to his albums on repeat every single day um but i guess i guess a pretty broad range of stuff really mm. and i listen to as much as i can and draw some more influence Brilliant. Um, I was going to, uh, I have a, a song lined up here as well, Tiz, one of your songs called uh, Don't Feel. Um, and so I'm going to play that after we, we're done with the uh, w- with the interview here. Is that, you, you, did you write this? Yes, yeah, they're all, they're all my own songs, yeah. Wow, great, great song. Congratulations. And, Thank you. And, and, and how, how did the record deal come about? Uh, or, or, I have no idea what that process is like to... Do you do you do you kind of send them your stuff, or do they find you and then approach you, or is it a bit of both? So they found me. So I've been kind of I've been doing this like a solo project for probably 
maybe seven or eight years now. Yeah. Um, and constantly kind of thinking like I was ready for somebody to take me on and sign with somebody. So I was doing a lot of reaching out, going to a lot of music conferences and meeting like industry professionals. Um, and it was only kind of when all of this deal came about that I realized like if you're, if you're ready for a record deal, the label will find you. Like if you're making money, if you're getting, you know, tons of exposure of streams, then they're going to reach out to you because it's obviously a good business. So kind of ironically, once I stopped trying and pushing for that sort of thing, um, it happened. So I, I've been releasing a lot of music myself over the last few years um, and pushing it on Spotify and stuff. So um, it just recently hit like 10 million streams on Spotify, just all totally independent. Super. So I think the last single they heard um, that Don't Feel, actually that track came off the same EP. So they heard that and then just reached out to me and, and kind of had some negotiations. Ah, well done, well done. Great story altogether. That's fantastic. It's Ken here. It is well done, and Donna. Great to see the the uh, the cork uh, juices flowing there now. And we we had uh, John Spillane on the program last week. We're thinking of changing the, the name of the show to Keologus Cork from here on oh. in. <laughs> I think that's a wonderful idea. <laughs> but he's another uh, another great uh, singer songwriter out of out of Cork. Uh, would you have listened to to much of him? Absolutely, yeah. I, I think um, for me, I suppose musically, like influence-wise, I love a storyteller um, and I like would aspire to be, I suppose, a lot like people insofar as like I love when you, you know, get a, a beginning and a middle and an end and a song kind of a thing. And uh, I think John Spillane is absolutely wonderful at that. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's marvellous, isn't he? Yeah. 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 Donna, have you? Um, I, I know that there's a kind of a, a, a slow process going on here, but um, and I suppose a question for both of you. But um, are, are you um, are, are you doing any uh, pub gigging these days behind the plexiglass, or or what's going on? Not at the moment. No. Um, ironically, my last gig was uh, the middle of March. It was when Monday was in town, oh. and uh, finally got to play the Horseshoe Tavern, which was absolutely amazing. We had a fantastic night and it was just at the break of the whole COVID thing. Um, so it was nice to kind of go out on a high and one of the best music venues, in my opinion, in the city. Mm. Um, we had a wonderful weekend um, in the build up of St. Patrick's. And of course, then that was the end of it. So that was my, my swan song <laughs> <laughs> before COVID. But it was a good one to go out on. Mm. But uh, at the moment, no, no plans to do anything live. But um, certainly going to spend a lot of time now writing and practicing and in the studio and getting this uh, single ready now for its release. So uh, we're concentrating on that, on that now in the next couple of weeks, which will be exciting. When do you think uh, When do you think we might have the single to play, Donna? Uh, hopefully maybe like before Christmas, maybe November. Very good. Yeah. And, uh, and, and an album or an EP uh, down the road, maybe? Definitely. Working hard on that, Ken. <laughs> Very good. No pressure. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Uh, now, did you get to hang with Monday at all when they were here? We did indeed, yeah. He um, he actually came to my birthday brunch the following day, which uh, was a nice surprise. Super. Um, yeah, I said to him, you know, if he, if he had nothing better to do. Um, and uh, he was like, sure, I'll, I'll come. So we went to Quinn's Steakhouse and uh, had a lovely day. Oh, great. Then, uh, yeah. I actually, because I work in the travel industry, it was just when everything was after happening then with regards to countries started closing their borders and everything. So uh, he rang me then the following day and was like, can you get me on a flight? Because my North American tour has now been cancelled. 
Mm. And I need to get back to Dublin because there's his wife and his children to get back to. So wow. I was able to pull a few strings with the airlines and we got him on uh, an Aer Lingus flight on the Tuesday morning, I believe, at about 9am. Oh, and brilliant. Uh, he landed back safe in Dublin before lockdown, thank God. Brilliant, yeah. Good, good, good stuff. All right, well, well listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play this uh, song I mentioned earlier uh, uh, with Tiz. You're, you're very good for doing this and uh, taking a little break from your um, your recording there. And um, mm-hmm. hopefully the break will do you a bit of good and um, you'll uh, you'll be very productive for the rest of the afternoon. But, Thanks, um, God. <laughs> but you're very good. And listen, um, uh, stay safe, both of you, and, and really thanks a lot for doing this. And when you get that... Um, uh, and, and same for yourself, Tiz. Anytime you, you um, anytime you you want to promote something that you've produced, this goes for both of you. You just that's why that's why we're here. We'd love to uh, to get the word out, and we're going through a a refresh of our website as well, and um, it'll kind of line up a little bit better for that kind of stuff going forward. So please continue to send us your uh, your material. You're 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 fantastic to listen to both of you. That's Thanks, fantastic. Okay. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Ken. That's wonderful. Brilliant. Uh, good stuff. You're great. Thanks a million. No problem. All have right. Have a good Here we go. Tis McNamara, Kenny, and uh, don't feel. Listen to this. Papers read themselves aloud Every headline one by one This time next year you'll be so proud That young man was once my son You don't feel cold like I do Alone where no one else would go Waste my life, that's what I do So brazen and so bold This is not the place for me The one that I call home A million faces pass by me I feel alone 
Lager for your next gathering. Try a Guinness Hop House 13. 100% Irish grown malted barley meets our famous Guinness yeast for a medium bodied taste and a lingering finish. All the way from the legendary St. James Gate Brewery in Dublin. Find it straight from the keg at select pubs or in 500ml cans Canada wide. Just look for the white can. Guinness. Hop House 13. More hops, more taste, more character. There's a glen in old Tyrconnell. There's a cottage in Where dwelt an Irish calling Who would charm the hearts of men She was winsome, hale and hearty Shy and graceful as a fall It was Oh, she was 
Hey mother, oh don't you know me? For I've only got a cold, but this scarlet spots upon her cheeks, the tragic story told. There's a graveyard. In Chicago, where the blossoms sadly sway, there's a broken-hearted mother kneeling over a lonely grave, or knowing she is calling. Some since you've gone, t w a s the curse of immigration led you low.
Kenny, that was uh, a young lady by the name of Cleona Hagen, and uh, she's from Tyrone, uh, another emerging star on the uh, Irish country scene uh, back in Ireland, so Cleona Hagen, and um, I, I did not actually um, uh, do a good job of explaining to listeners uh, who we played along the way. Um, we, of course, had, uh, after the Darling Girl from Clare, we had, uh, uh, of course, a Joe Dolan tune, Ken, Goodbye Venice. And we had yeah, bad I day. You were, uh, I thought you were just sneaking that one in there and weren't going to mention it. And you, you maybe thought that I wasn't listening or something. But I, I heard oh, no, I, yeah. that's for your family back in Sligo, Ken. You know, I can't let oh, I can't yeah. let them down. You know. Um, be, but before that, I also played a Christy Moore song. So do I. We had uh, a song by the Pogues, uh, "Rainy Night in Soho," but sung by Dan McCabe. There, that Kildare fella. He's been doing some great stuff. Go on to YouTube and listen to him, Ken. You could listen to him all day. And um, Ken also played, a, we had a request from Tom Kenny for um, uh, an Anne-Marie O'Riordan song, Cora Clare, right? That's right, Mark. Yeah, I had a, a good chat with Tom yesterday and uh, keeping the chin up there. And uh, as I mentioned last week, if anyone wants to give Tom a ring, he'd, he'd love to hear from you. If you don't have his number or stuck with it, you can get in touch with me, of course. And uh, we'll put you in touch with Tom. And he's up there at Sunnybrook Hospital. and. Um, Keeping the chin up, and well done, Tom. Yeah, he uh, he wanted to hear that song, so we, we got it on there. Thanks very much for, for playing that for Tom, Marco. Yeah, keep the requests coming, Tom. Um, and then, of course, we had we had uh, Donna and Tiz on, and then we uh, we sandwiched their interview uh, with a couple of tunes. One from Donna, "Bad Day in the Subway," that she wrote about uh, that she wrote about the Toronto subway line, and then Tiz McNamara, a great song there called "Don't Feel." And congratulations to him on landing a big record deal uh, down in uh, the States, in New York. And then before um, I had uh, Cleona Hagen on, we had Jimmy Buckley and uh, Noreen Bond. So, hey, um, I, I, I wanted to do a bit of a shout out to Tom O'Sullivan, who's listening over in in, uh, in British Columbia. Tom is out uh, pulling beat for the afternoon, so he just, uh, or for the morning. So I uh, just wanted to do a big shout out to Tom, make sure he... Uh, gets the job done and he'll be planting some spuds later on in the back garden. He's a fierce man for the garden. Uh, he's from Carcevine in, in Kerry, living over there in Vancouver. He's a fierce man altogether. Anyway, is, this big, for your, uh, is this for your, get your gardening tips? Is it? Yeah, he's my, um, yeah, he, he's, he's, he's my influence. Yeah. So, uh, which by the way, can I tell you is thriving at the moment. I've got big red tomatoes all over the place. I can't keep them. I, I have to give them away. I'll, I'll have to bring you a pile later on today. And, um, a few figs have emerged as well, Ken, so I can't wait to make a little bit of jam. And uh, I also will be making some jars of those uh, hot peppers. 
I'll have some of them over to you. I know you like the, the hot stuff. I do, I do. And, um, you know, I can't even remember if we uh, mentioned this, but your, your garden's been, been grown, and, and I know we've talked about that part, but I hope you'll be a bit more generous now with the stuff that you bring over, not like the last time there. You brought me some leafy stuff in a wee sandwich bag, <laughs> and right outside the, the back door, of course, we had our own huge pot of it. What was that stuff again? That was basil, Ken. I didn't oh, realize you had yes. it. But um, um, yeah, I did. I brought yeah. you over a big, a big pile of basil. And meanwhile, yeah, your your wife had the biggest basil plant I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> anyway, you didn't run out of it, that's for sure. Hopefully, uh, you did some pesto or something like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. So just uh, I don't. I can tell you, I don't have any figs or hot peppers. So you know, that's grand. I won't. I won't embarrass you when you come over with them. Uh, let me see what I can do here. A few. Uh, I think I have a few of those. Um, uh, what do you call it? Yellow zucchinis that maybe I can bring oh, over lovely. as well. Yeah, 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 some of them. There you go. Hey, listen. Um, uh, the the charity shield is on today, Ken. Uh, Liverpool versus Arsenal. Any updates? Yeah, that's uh, about thirty minutes into the game. Uh, Liverpool scored a goal off a free kick, was disallowed for an offside, and then uh, Arsenal scored uh, a cracking goal uh, coming in off the left side there. So they're one nil up. Right. Yeah. Uh, come here, do you, do you, do you, go ahead. Oh, I've been playing in the Arsenal half. Liverpool are all over them. All right, so it's all Liverpool there in that game. And a couple of big, couple of big uh, uh, tilts going on in um, in GA uh, tomorrow. Actually, I was talking about Tom there being from Kerry. Uh, Doctor Crokes are taking on Temple No tomorrow. That'll be a big game. There's also a big game in Dublin. Uh, Ken Kilmacud Crokes taking on. St. Vincent's, uh, two big uh, uh, powerful clubs going at it there. And there's also a, a, a big game in Mayo with Ballantubber taking on Knockmore. So there's stuff going on all over the country, uh, slowly but surely, um, of course, with great with great care. Uh, it, it's, you know, it's very interesting, no matter who we talked to Paul earlier, and then we also, uh, of, course, of course, talked to Dave. And, um, wow, it's just... Um, it, 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 it's not getting better over there yet, so hopefully things start to change for the better here soon. Yeah, I know that uh, that Dublin uh, quarterfinal uh, should be a, a cracker, all right. You have the 2018 champions against the 2017 winners, so uh, it should be good indeed. Yeah, a lot of big, uh, a lot of big games. To say that one is on actually this evening too, just in case folks are are interested in it. And uh, I think um, Trillick came out on top in Tyrone last night. If I uh, I think I read that there was a the result on that one. So yes, um, I, I believe so. I think they won on penalties, if I'm not mistaken. They all these right. games yeah. have to first, have a conclusion. Yeah, yeah, it was the first time ever for uh, a Tyrone, at least the quarterfinals. They were going to a penalty uh, shootout there, and uh, and they came out on top there. Brilliant. Some big names playing in that too, right? The Tyrone stars, Matty Donnelly was in it, and uh, Tiernan McCann. Yeah, they, they faced off against each other in that game. So. Um, and then in uh, Westmead as well, there's a quarterfinal there uh, today. Yep. Rose Mount and Athlone are playing at 5 o'clock. Uh, of course, that's noon here. And uh, you've got uh, the Roscommon legend Frankie Dolan up against the Mayo great Liam McHale. So uh, oh. it could be interesting. Um, they, those guys are actually pals. I don't know if you know about that, Marco. No. Uh, Dolan was a player and McHale was the coach of St. Bridget's when they lifted an All-Ireland club title back in 2013. So they're, uh, they're actually good pals. Oh, wow, wow, very good. And then um, I'm just reading here as well, Ken, that uh, Killadangan are the first side through to the Tipperary Senior Hurling Championship 
uh, semi-finals. Um, Thurla Sarsfields are playing Nina Eroog in the second quarter-final later on today. But last year, the uh, the finalists, Killadangan, were, were beaten in the final. Um, they became the first side to book their spot with a 316-18 victory over Tumivara. What a great name for a town, Tumivara. I had a good Indeed. friend from Tumivara, believe it or not. Oh, go ahead. Good man. I did. Well, listen, um, Ken, I'm I'm good uh, coasting all the way here to 12.30. If you want to go and enjoy the Charity Shield, um, I have a pile of music here lined up, and uh, I, I can guide our, our show the rest of the way. You were very kind to let me enjoy uh, enjoy my cottage last weekend, so feel free to put the feet up and open a can of cider there if you want. <laughs> Thank you very much, Mark. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'm not trying to get you off or anything. <laughs> Uh, appreciate that and uh, we'll chat to the listeners uh, next week yeah um, thank you pal I'm sure I'll see you during the week you take care of yourself and uh, now I do have a tune here that um, uh, school day is over of course right and uh, the chieftains sing this song and that's going to be an interesting uh, it's going to be an interesting period that we're about to enter here in this whole COVID and um I suppose uh, I, I always play this song around this time of year, but this year is very different. And so hopefully school days are not over. Uh, hopefully um, hopefully we're able to execute this with perfection, Ken. It's going to be a very interesting, it's going to be a very interesting process. And I know that a lot of parents out there are, are, are really struggling to make a decision on whether to send their children to school or to have them stay at home and try to go online. And of course, I'm sure the the kids want the social interaction that goes with being with their friends and uh, uh, being back at school. And um, yeah, I I I don't I don't envy decision that parents have to make. And you're in the same boat there yourself, I suppose, right? Yeah, indeed. Um, I have a daughter already gone back to university, um, but that'll be all online. And a son who's starting university, but that'll be online. He's going home, and then a young fella going to high school. So. Yeah, the situation is is not very good. I think they have a bubble of fifteen, um, and that's it. And you'll be kind of half in school and half out of school. Yeah. So it would be uh, very strange times indeed. Um, now, one other thing I did want to mention: uh, our pal Con O'Connell did a great job of doing a yeah, clip yes. from our uh, interview with John Stellan and the music that we played in and around the show. And you can probably find that on YouTube. Uh, uh, Con did a fabulous job with pictures and the whole lot. Um, so uh, thanks a million, Con, for for uh, for doing that nice clip and passing it around. If you if you haven't heard that interview, uh, all our shows, of course, are up on our website, SaturdayIrishRadio.com, and you can listen back there to uh, to them and uh, enjoy whatever you want. Absolutely, and and very soon, Ken will be launching the new website. And um, I know we go out of our way to communicate the. Let's call it the, the, the complicated link uh, of Mixler. Uh, the good news is that when we get this show up and running, we can just, all people will have to remember is SaturdayIrishRadio.com and they'll be able to go there. So when we're ready to go, it'll be an awful lot easier. Yep, indeed. All good. All right. Well, listen, we look forward to listening to your, uh, to your music selection here, pal. Well done today. Okay. And uh, I look forward to speaking to you next week and uh, to the listeners. Slán. Sounds good, Kenny. Have a good one. Bye.
school day's over. Come on, then, John. Time to be getting your pit boots on. On with the sark and moleskin trousers. Time you were on your way. Time you were learning the pit man's job and earning.
did Carlin match between Cork and Tipperary. Was played in the park on the banks of the Lee. Our own darling boys were afraid of being bidden. They sent for Paul Teddy to Ballinagree. He hurled the ball right and left in their faces. Showed the Tipperary boys lifting and skill. If they came in his way, sure he swore he would bring them. And the papers were full of the praise for Ted Quinn. There was a fair lady whose fortune exceeded a million or more. What about constitution had ruined her completely, and the medical treatment had failed or and all. Oh, Mama, said she, I know what will is me, and cure this disease that is threatening to kill. Give over your doctors and medical treatment. I'd rather want to squeeze out the bowl.
she wore upon it with a ribbon on it and around her shoulders was a golden shawl I played the blackbird and the stack of Like an Irish linnet And the tears they flowed In her eyes of blue
I found a love so true God gave me you I do it the same way Closes in as the lights start to dim. I'll hold your hand as you go. I will carry with me all that you have taught me as I begin a new day on my own. What would you say now you're leaving? It's so hard to watch you go. If you lived your life all over again, would you change anything before you go? What would you say now you're leaving? It's so hard to watch you go. If you lived your life all over again, would you change anything before you go? Would you change anything before you go? folks um that was a lovely tune that's a brand new tune by the way um i'm sure many of our listeners have never heard that song before and that is sung by a a kilkenny man by the name of thomas jackman and um anyway great great sound he plays quite a bit with a a chap from my hometown uh jim ring and abby folk they do a few things together (coughs) excuse me but um uh, Thomas had sent me along that uh, that that uh, tune uh, online and asked me to play it. But a uh, very good song. Of uh, it's called "Daddy Don't Cry," and you get lots of stuff from uh, from Thomas on YouTube as well. And uh, if we happen to have some listeners uh, at the moment over in uh, Ireland, and you're within proximity of Kilkenny, um, Thomas is a regular at uh, Keitler's in there, uh, right in Kilkenny, and uh, he's a Kilkenny man himself. So anyway. Great job there on that, Thomas. Daddy, don't cry. And, uh, of course, before that, we had Galway Shawl, and that was uh, sung by Aideen O'Brien. Of course, we had Aideen's sister on, uh, Trish, uh, a couple of weeks back. Um, Aideen, of course, is her sister, and a very musical family, and uh, that was Galway Shawl and Aideen O'Brien. And then before that, we had uh, Declan Nurney singing that uh, that bold Thaddy Quill. And then we had School Days Over before that. That brings us to 12.25 here, so um, I'm going to go out here with a couple of tunes. I'm going to bid my farewell at this stage. 
I do want to thank uh, Dave Larkin, our, our guest who called in from Galway, and uh, congratulations to him on the uh, release of his album, uh, the Percy French compilations there. And also want to thank uh, Tiz McNamara and Donna O'Regan for joining us uh, as they're feverishly working on Donna's new single. Um, and so we look forward to getting that. And then, of course, thanks to Paul Smith for calling in as well to give us a bit of a roundup on what's going on in the sports world as Ireland embark on the Nations Cup games uh, in the coming few weeks. And hopefully Ken's lads can turn the game around. Thanks, Ken, for uh, for joining us and for bailing me out last weekend there. He left me off to enjoy the cottage, so hopefully he's enjoying the game. And I hope to meet up with him later on. Anyway, why don't we um, go out here with a few songs. We do have a few minutes left, uh, but this is the last you'll hear my voice. And uh, why don't we... Uh, well, listen, dear Madonna's often listening, so he's a, a Tullow man. So why don't we try an old Carlo tune for him for now? Um, and then I'll pick a few others here on the way out, maybe a McFlavin tune, um, and we might run a little bit past uh, 12.30. Until next week, folks, uh, we'll, chat to you, uh, we'll chat to you then. 10 o'clock next Saturday, we'll be right back here. Slán. Lift the care of your face, brooding over the oldest place that Texas William stormed your place and drove you to the fair. Face at victory was sure, soon the firebrand he'd secure Until he met at Glenmildure with Kirk McHugh O'Burn Curse and swear, dark and dare, fate will do what fate will dare Now Fitzwilliam have a care, fallen is your star low Up with halberd, out with sword, and we'll go for by the Lord Kirk McHugh has given his word, follow me up to Carlow See the swords of Glenamal, a flash of north See all the children of the gale beneath the burden's banner. Booster of a fight and stop. Would you let a Saxon cock crow out upon an Irish rock? Fly up and teach him manners. Curse and swear, Lord Kildare. Fate will do what fate will dare. Now Fitzwilliam, have a care. Fallen is your star low. Up with halberd, out with sword. And we'll go for by the Lord. Fate McHugh has given his word. Follow me up to Carlow. Sagger to Conmore flows a stream of Saxon gore and great as Rory Ogomore and sending blooms to Hades. White as sick and grey has fled. Now for Black Fitzwilliam's head, we've sent it over dripping red to Liza and her ladies. Curse and swear, Lord Kildare, Fate will do what Fate will dare. Now Fitzwilliam have a care, fallen is your star low. Up with Harvard, out with sword, and we'll go for by the Lord. Has given his word, follow me up to Carlow. Curse and swear, Lord Kildare, fate will do what fate will dare. Now Fitzwilliam, have a care, fallen is your star low. Up with halberd, out with sword, and we'll go for by the Lord. Fate McHugh has given his word, follow me up to Carlow. Dusty wind.
with a shoulder hung. He lay a lady hand in mine. Do and ill agree, she's a sight to see. A treasure for this poor boy to find. If I needed you, would you? If you need